Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Rainbow's Weekly Podcast. I'm here with T Mac, and I'm on this rainy, rainy, rainy April. Good day April for day. a nap. Well, you, you know, actually, our last podcast that we were talking about, we hadn't had much rain in April, but then we were prophets because after we, yeah. after we talked about that, we've had a lot of rain here. Well, I was believing for the rain. You were believing for the rain. Yeah, I've been praying the, for the rain. The, the former or the latter rain, which both one? together. Together. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. <laughs> anyway, it's it is raining quite a bit. Yeah. Actually, like, there's a few tornadoes here around. Yeah. Around Oklahoma Early this morning. Yeah. And I, I know whenever I walked out this morning, my, my, my tree had a lot of limbs down or whatever, but you know, we didn't have really much, much damage. Um, um, anyway, we do want to welcome everyone to the program. We would love to hear from you. You know, one of the easiest ways to, to talk to us is just to email us, podcast at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A, rhema.org, and let us know what you think about the program, um, you know, what you're thinking in general. Um, how much you do like us or do not like us or suggestions of things to talk about. I, I know one thing that we've got suggestions that we need to have more females uh, on the show. Yes, I've been told yeah. the same thing. Yeah, so so we're, we're going to, um, I've talked to a couple of different females, you know, that we're going to have coming up here. We haven't got our schedules together yet, but, but you know, you know, because I guess they don't like all the guys because it's kind of been a, well, we, we did have Christy Wicks. So, we had Christy. You know, yeah, so we did have one female, and we I interviewed mom. Yeah, my time, you know, so she's, she's a girl. Female, she's female too. Yep. So Anyway, also you can like us on our Facebook page, or, um, it's Rainbow Podcast, or on Instagram. And one of these days, I'm not going to actually post some more pictures of Granny's attic because I've just been really falling falling back. And I, and I do need to re- apologize to our listeners. I've been really really busy, and I actually post a podcast myself, and so I've kind of been late posting the podcast um, you know so sorry guys some people don't go to sleep they wait they like wait up like for santa claus yeah and so, he never comes well no i did get an email and he goes are you ever going to post you know this week's podcast See? and i'm like well yeah when i when i get time and so a few minutes later i post you're, call, the you're the cause of some people's yeah, insomnia I'm, I'm causing, causing them to not sleep yeah Anyway, so today we actually have two guests. Yes, um, and neither one's wearing a dress. Neither one. Neither one's. No. <laughs> nope. You're right. Yeah. And and both of them have have been on. We we have Aaron Annis from Shaw Homes. He's here, and then yep. Marty Grisham from RoofNerdsOK.com, and you know he's here as well. In fact, Marty was just with us last our last podcast, and um, and we're going to talk about um a sermon I, I preached um, a little bit ago, um. I actually titled it Ignition, but then later on while I was preaching it, I kind of subtitled it Getting Lit, you know, and most people kind of have a bad connotation of what getting lit really means. But, you know, Ignition is, I believe the church today, we're at a place now, has anyone ever gone to, you know, well, I don't, I've never gone to a, a rocket countdown, but, but when we watched it on TV. I, I remember as a kid, we used to watch the space shuttles go off yeah. and, and we're all glued to the television set. And we got a guy you know, standing here and, you know, mission controls are all talking. And they get to a point where they start with 10 and then 9 and then 8 and then 7 and 6 and goes on and on. And then they hit the word ignition. And as soon as they hit the word ignition, all of a sudden you see something at night. Oh, we, we got sound, so, sound, sound effects. Sound, sound effects. effects. All right. And, and so, you know, if that ignition doesn't happen, there's never going to be liftoff. Yeah. Something had to spark that rocket 
to take off. Now, that rocket was full of fuel. So, you know, people say, well, well you know, you know there, there's no way. You know, I mean, even though the fuel is powerful, but in order to, for the power to work, something has to ignite the power. And I believe the church today, we're at the ignition place where we need to light up or get lit. Hey. We need to light the fuel that we all have, the yeah. power of God. Yes. You know, and, and it's time for us, church, to stand up. And, and I, I went back to the book of Acts, um, Acts chapter 2, and it says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord and in one place. And notice that over the last year and a half or so during all this COVID situation, it seems that the devil, and I'm telling you what, all this is attack from the enemy. You know, the thief that comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He's trying to keep the church from being, first of all, in one place. You know, secondly, in one accord. But it's time for us to open our churches, to get back in church, and to be together in one place, and to come into unity in one accord. And when we do, that's when the Holy Ghost is going to fall. Because it goes on to say, and suddenly, when they were in one place, one accord, there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared um, to them divided tongue as of a fire, and, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And I think it's time for us, as the church universal, to come together in one place and in one accord. And when we do, we're going to we're going to ignite this place, yeah. you know, and, and that's what we, you know, I mean, I, I, I know I'm, I'm passionate about this and I, and I know you guys are too. Yeah. And so, I mean, Aaron, I know you've said quite a, quite a few things about the, the sermon. And, and if, if you, you know, if you'll go to Rama USA YouTube channel, um, you can look back there. What was the date on that? That was um, the um, four. 18, 19, something like that. Yeah, it probably would have been yeah. uh, 19. Would have been 418. 418, 18, okay. 10, 10 a.m. Yeah, service, 18. 418, Rama USA channel. And you know what also was pretty awesome is not only do we have the people from Rama USA or, you know, watching us online, we also had His Glory Nation, and we're so glad yeah. you know, um, Dave Scott, His Glory Nation, they, they were broadcasting it live as well. And we got to meet some wonderful folks from, from the His Glory family, and, you know, and it, it's been exciting and, you know, and th- they are pushing our school. And that's one of the purposes of the podcast is to push Raymond Bible Training College and rbtc.org if you want more information about that. But, Aaron, t- tell us your, your thoughts about, about that sermon on Sunday oh, morning. Oh, man. Well, I told you this that afternoon, um, but yeah, I've listened to a lot of messages from that stage in my lifetime. I've listened to a lot even more over audio recordings previous to me living in Oklahoma and being a part of Rama, And I, I had some missionaries who were sitting with me, one of which was a former Rama student who is up in Alaska and they had come into town for the weekend and he sat next to me and I'll tell you what he said to me, Craig. He said, who is that man on that stage this morning? Because he has heard you preach and he has heard you teach And he said, the spirit of God is flowing through this man like I've not seen it before. And I truly believe it's probably one of in the I'm going to say in the top three to not be disrespectful to, you know, pastor to your dad, who I love greatly and to your grandfather, who I love and I'm so thankful for who have imparted so much into my life. 
that is one of the top three messages I've ever heard from that stage in my lifetime. And it inspired me and my wife and my brother and his wife sitting there. And the missionaries sitting next to me said, and they're very evangelistic. Like they want to go win the world. That's their, yeah. that's what they do. So they go into remote villages in Alaska and preach the gospel. And so they said, everybody needs to hear this message. And they've been sharing it with a bunch of people up there in Alaska too. And here's, here's the thing is that, you know, you mentioned in that you said, there's not a problem with the fuel sitting there on the platform at ignition. It just needs a spark to light it off. And here's the thing is that, you know, God has put these things inside of us. If we if we go to Ephesians chapter one, you know, we know the the Pauline prayers. And in Ephesians chapter one, you know, Paul talks about three things. You know, he says in uh, let me find the exact spot here, but he he prays about us having the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him in verse 17 and then 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know three things, the hope of his calling, the riches and the exceeding greatness of his power and the power that he refers to is the power that it took to raise Christ from the dead and that is the power behind that rocket taking off it's the exceeding greatness of his power and when you were preaching that message i was thinking about that power the power not only that it took to raise christ from the dead but if you continue to go in there the ascension of christ to the throne of power at the right hand in heavenly places. And it's a power not just in this world. It's a power under this world. It's a power in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And not just in today, but in the ages to come. That kind of power is the power that's being lit. And I go back to the you know the Believer's Authority book, and it's really interesting because my favorite part from this book is actually the foreword of the book. <laughs> And, it's and, the, and that's not normal in most books. I mean, it's like, not. I mean, it's not. Usually the, but, but your grandfather wrote the foreword himself. You know, sometimes people have somebody else write it, but he wrote it. And at the bottom of that paragraph, the very last paragraph, it says, a few of us have barely gotten to the edge of that authority. But before Jesus comes again, there's going to be a whole company of believers who will rise up with the authority that is theirs. They will know what is theirs and they will do the work that God intended they should do. And that is talking about the calling that we have. It's talking about the riches and it's talking about the power from that seat of the authority. We have to stop being a church of believers that is done at the cross. And we need to remember that we are preaching a gospel that comes from the throne now, the throne of majesty on high, and that there is great power available. And I believe that the churches right now 
need the filling of the Holy Spirit. The pastors in our city and in cities all over the country, they need to be walking in that power. And the believers need to be walking in that power that comes through the infilling of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues and then has the gifts in operation because that is what the world needs right now is the gifts. And, and it is interesting because, you know, this younger generation, people think, well, you know, they're not really on, you know, on fire or, or they're not really about, about the things of God. I tell you what, whenever you see a young, a younger, you know, person, when they experience the power of the Holy ghost, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, they're, they're into all, all this, uh, you know, occult type stuff, you know, anyways, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. th- they know the supernatural. Yes. And when they see the real supernatural, I mean, they light up. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I think that's the way, you know, a lot of times I know a lot of pastors and I, and I realize that sometimes because of size of sanctuaries or whatever, you have to have multiple services, but you know, I don't think that we can always accomplish everything in an hour right. you know, or an hour and a half or, or whatever. And I'm sure. not saying that we go long just to be going long. Right. But you know, when the Holy Ghost, I mean, you know, we've all been here, you know, you know, whether here or whether downtown, you know, where we've had some pretty long services. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, I mean, even you can find them on YouTube. I mean, some, some oh, yeah. are, you know, Holy Ghost type services and, and they weren't short. No. But, but they were powerful. That's right. And, and I think that we need, you know, it's, it's interesting how I think a lot of us need to get recharged. Yes. And maybe at one time we were lit up, you know, but we've kind of kind of blew the candle out. Remember the old song, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Oh yeah. Well, maybe we need to light our, our, our light back up yeah. and let it shine to this nation. You know, a, a verse I was thinking, I actually did not read this during, during my sermon, you know, and, and I, you know what? I don't even like to call it my sermon because it wasn't my sermon. Yeah. The, the, I'm just pouring my heart out of what I believe that God wants done, not just for our, our church locally, but for this whole nation and, yeah. and literally yes. this whole world. Amen. You know, I think that was, um, um, but you know, Acts 10 38 says this, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him, but God is with us. In yes. that same Holy Spirit and that same power, the, the power that raised him from the dead is, is, is with us too. And, and we have power. Yeah. We have the power. But in order for that power to, to be manifest, we, we got to light it up. Yeah. You know, and I, I know that, I mean, over this last year, I've, I've had a number of people have, have been prophesying to me, not that we all be, be led by prophecy, right. that, Craig, you know, it's time for you to step up. And so I, I just take an opportunity here recently just to step up, yeah. um, you know, because, you know, because I need to, yeah, you know, and, you know, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of fed up with where this nation is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I literally weep and cry about it, yeah. you know, and, and, and I, you know, you hear about, you know, pastors or you see pastors that, that seem to be more sold out toward toward having a crowd or having money or finances or whatever, and not about people. Because, you know, the, the Bible that says, that says the seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added. Amen. And it's time for us to seek people because you know, I, I think I mentioned on, uh, you know, on, on that Sunday morning, um, here back in September, I was teaching my class and, you know, we're just talking about how some Christians are just ready to get out of here. Or they're tired about all the stuff. And so I'm just ready to go to heaven. So we did a little math equation at that time and, and took the um, population of the world and, and then we looked and see what, what the population of P- 
people who consider themselves Christians. I'm not, I'm not sure all of them are born again Christian, but they consider, you know, it's like 2.2 billion or something like that. So we figure out there's like 5.8 billion people mm. that were not born again. So that means if the Lord came back today, yeah. 5.8 billion people, now we're probably closer to 6 billion people, are going to hell. Right. And, and, and we don't care about that because we, we're, we're clapping about what, what God's done for us. And you know what? Mm. I don't, you know, I'm great God's blessed you. You know, you know, sneeze a little more and God will bless you more because everyone around me will say, God bless you. God bless you. You know, <laughs> right. but, but um, the thing about it is, man, you know, we should be hungering after that five point eight eight billion or six billion people who are going to hell. Yeah. That's right. You know, and, and, you know, and if we're really lit up, if we're really on fire for God, we would do something. Yeah. You know, and but it is hard to do something now when when, when the government to say, well, hey, stay six feet away from everybody. You know, and if you're going to get close to them, you know, wear a mask or wear two masks or do this or do that, you know, or do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around. Whatever the government is trying to tell us to do. I mean, you know, we're in a situation where I can't even go visit our own schools. We have schools right. all over the world. And you know, one of my passions is to go. I mean, the Bible says to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every living creature. And that's. I, I take that literally. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally take that literally. Craig, you've got to go to all all over the world. And that's been a hindrance. Yeah. And I know, you know, the, de- the devil's a liar and he's trying to hinder this gospel. That's right. Because he knows his time is short. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm just passionate, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. I, mean I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm just passionate. And and people always want to know, well, where, where's your ministry going? And everyone always asks me, well, what? And I always say, well, it's kind of back to the future. We're going to do the same thing we've always done. We're going to continue to preach faith. We're going continue to preach the moving of the spirit we're yeah. going to continue to to get people healed to get people set free you know and that, that's what we're going to continue to do i mean you know when, whenever i i accepted the role to go into the ministry i accepted the role i mean the, the lord actually told me i'm supposed to follow in the footsteps of my father and both of my grandfathers and and on my grandfather's deathbed so to speak when he was there living by a machine you know which wasn't living um, you know, yeah. I promised him that, that I would do the work that God had called mm-hmm. him to do, and I would continue it on till the till the day I died. But actually, I, conti- I promised him that I would continue on after I died. Yeah, because it's not a, it's not about you know because you know I, I know that that we will I would make sure that this place is is in good hands. And I got I got two kids that are Arama students right now. One's getting ready to graduate, and another one's a first year Arama student, and. Got another one who works here, and you know, I don't know. I got grandkids coming, yeah. you know. And you know, I, I got four grandkids right now from or step grandkids, if you want to call it that. But they're not, there's nothing but step. They're, they're my grandkids. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then, but I'm having my oldest son's having his his first um, child, you know, coming up in November. And you know, and, and this message is continue. And our, our ministry is not about a man; it's about a mandate. mandate. It's about a mission yeah. to go teach my people faith. Amen. And yeah. and I'm excited, Amen. and I, I know we're all excited here. Yes, sir. You know, and, and Marty, you have some, some, some thoughts? Yes, I have so many thoughts. <laughs> uh, Craig, that was really moving. I really appreciate you sharing your heart. Um, I was watching a show the other day, and, and it was a, a comedic show, and two guys were talking. So you're watching uh, a comedic show, yeah, Marty? Right? Yeah, I was, watching, I was watching a TV show. Uh, <laughs> it's only, the, only one this year. But, um, and one guy said to the other, how do I beat the lie detector? And the guy said, you'll never beat it, but just remember this. If you, a lie believed is true, is true to you. And that's what the enemy's done. That's why so many people are not lit Mm. because the enemy has come in on their world and told them 
They need more. They just need one more thing. It's like if you're climbing a ladder. You know, I climb ladders every day. I have the uh, advanced commercial systems, home of the roof nerds, uh, okroofnerds.com, 918-973-1010. Great commercial roofing company. Um, nice plug. Thank you. Shaw Holmes. <clears throat> Shawholmes.com. <laughs> Shawholmes.com. Um, but if you believe a lie, to you it's true. And it's like if you're climbing a ladder – and because I climb ladders every day, except for in the rain, like today. And it's like if the enemy came to you and said, there's just one more step. You can make it to the top. You can make just one more step. And then you get to that top of that step, only find there's one more run. There's another step. And then you pull yourself up to that, only to find there's another one. And it never ends. And that was a, a perfect correlation to you doing the countdown in your lit sermon, your, uh, your, your ignite sermon uh, that morning in church where you did a countdown, and then you got stuck on the number six, and yeah, you got stuck it, on the number five. It, I didn't purposely do this, but when I, when I said, <laughs> yeah, I know, I, I said six, six, six and then six. I, I figured I thought three sixes didn't. Yeah. But, but that's what happened. A lot of times that's the result. Our, our, our countdown, you know, pauses. Yeah. So the enemy just basically tries to convince you that you're so close. It's just a little more, little buddy. You can make it. Come on, big boy. And But he keeps telling you that, you're going to make it one day real soon. But the word says we've been raised up together, made alive together, seated at the right hand of the Father in Christ Jesus. The word says we've already made it. We have the lit inside us. It, the fire's there. Everyone's just thinking they're going to get it some days real soon. If they, they go to prayer enough, if they read enough verses, if they do all these things, and God didn't design this for our works to push the right buttons. He designed it for the grace that he gives freely to us to have already done the whole thing. So people just need to rise up today with a new mentality saying, hey, today I'm going to do something. I was at prayer at Rama this morning. I've been going in the mornings, and there's a guy that showed up there who just went and bought a 2,400 square foot tent or a 2,400 square foot tent who's every other weekend in Tulsa is going to um, lower income areas to put this church tent up and having just crusades and just and, and, and just bringing in people and getting them saved wow. every other weekend. And it just hit me like, wow, he's not waiting on anything. What are we waiting on? Mm. It's time to be. It's time to be on fire. Well, it's you, time to show what we got. You know what? What I like you say is you said there's a guy. So you don't even know the guy's name. Yeah, because it's not. He's a, actually. I, he came to our office. He's a Rama graduate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but what I'm saying it's not really about his name. You know, it's about the name of Jesus. Yeah, a lot right. of times we get so caught up. Well, well, you know, brother so and so is doing this, or or, or, or sister so and so is doing that. But you know what? It's it's about Jesus. Yeah. It's not about what I'm doing, what you're doing. It's about it's about what God is doing. Yes. And and I think we need to get, you know, uncaught up with all the little name things and, and whatever. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's not about us. It's about Him, and it's about what's on the inside of you. Can I, I, can I share something real quick? Yeah. The the Lord said this to me um, earlier this week, and I wrote it down in my little journal I keep. And you know, we've got this saying about our nation, America, that's one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We all know that statement. And I was just coming off of our conference that we had and listening to your message. And it was the, the Lord said to me, and he had to say it to me a couple different times. And I finally wrote it down correctly. And he said, one church under Christ in unity with freedom and justice for all. Mm, good. And I was like, man. And then he said to me, 
when I created this nation, you look at it as a nation, but that's not what it was. He said, I brought the church here to have the freedom. And really, when you say you created one nation under God, no, it was one church under Christ, because that's the whole reason our nation got created in the first place was people running away from spiritual or from religious persecution to be able to freely worship God. That's what they came here for. The church moved to America to freely worship him. And that's who we are as an identity, as a nation. And that fire that, that was in them to come, you got to think about what they had to do to get here. That was a (laughs) serious fire under their feet to bring them here to these shores to create this nation. And then we got to get that fire rekindled in our nation and to go out there and be that light in the world and to share our faith because this is a nation where 31% of our nation now calls themselves a Christian. I don't know what the hearts of men show that we are, but it's, it's, you know, God only knows how many people, but this is the mission field now here in our own nation nation, almost. And we need to really kind of turn back towards what that is and what that means. And, um, you know, the, the thing is, is that Marty touched on the lies. Well, the enemy is just propagating lies. It, that's what our media is right now. That's what TV, that's what movies are. It's just a whole bunch of lies. And here's the thing, this, this, this. And we know who the father of lies are. Oh, yeah, I mean, we the, know the, who the, the Bible tells us plainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we call it cancel culture today. You know, that's a, yeah, that's a, a that's thing a that's word, going yeah. on right now. So the Lord was talking to me about cancel culture. And, and first of all, like when you ally yourself on the side of something, he said, if you find yourself, yourself and your cause allied against Christians or the church, you might want to stop and question whose side you're on. And then he said to me about cancel culture, he said, truth will never buckle against arguments or challenges or scrutiny. That's why it is truth. It will always stand the tests. Lies will always try to silence challenges, scrutiny, or arguments, for they cannot stand in the presence of truth. This is what cancel culture is. And we've got a world of people, uh, you know, Clay says it this way. He says there's um, fear sellers and there's truth tellers. And truth is what lights a fire in people. When we start sharing the truth, and there's only one truth and it's God's word. When we start getting back to the word of God and getting back to the spirit of God, that's where the fire gets rekindled. And that's what's so great about Rhema is Rhema has never forgotten the spirit, the move of the spirit where so many churches, I was talking to Marty about this just recently, that there's so many churches that don't move with the spirit of God. And we're talking about the baptism of the Holy spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And we're talking about the gifts of the spirit in operation in our everyday lives. That's what it's supposed to be. And then in our services, that's what it's supposed to be. And so 
we have to move back to that and we got to share that with people if you are a rama graduate around the world and you're listening to this podcast it is your mandate to continue to be that sparkler that is the little it takes a very small match to light that fuel as you said in your sermon those tanks are inside of these people around you you got to go light that match so well i tell you um so brother hagan dad hagan we call him papa hagan depending yeah. on what year you're what here. year you graduated, <clears throat> graduated. Uh, you call him grandpa um i just call brother hagan a lot <laughs> most known for 1950 hearing these words go teach my people faith mm-hmm. many might not know years and years later i'm calling you to teach the move of the spirit, the right. Lord said to be him, lost to so it won't be lost this generation. That's where we're sitting right now. So it's yes. a mixture yes. of faith. That's right. It's a mixture of that move of the spirit. And you don't have the move of the spirit without faith in God. It works together. But that, um, you know, pastors today just got to, they got to get filled with the spirit. They got to get excited about the things of the spirit. And I, I tell, if you're a pastor out there listening to this, go get Kenneth E. Hagin's book, Plans, Purposes, Pursuits. The entire book shows the difference between God having a plan for your church and you having a plan for your church and your plan's probably not right. Go get God's plan. That book is such an amazing book to help all of us. I read it every year for my business, for my life, just to get back in track. I always see where I'm, I've gotten off a little bit. I've added a little bit to his plan or I've taken a little bit away from the, what he said to me. And it brings me back every time to exactly what he said. It's good. The blessing of the Lord, the fullness of it comes in the plan of God. You know, I think something, Marty, you, you were saying, you know, God bless your, your business. You know, a lot of times we think, well, th- this is just for ministers. You know, ministers need to be on fire. It's not for, all Christians need to be on fire. Amen to that. And, and, and you know, all businessmen. I mean, you know, and, and I will, I, mean, I was just kind of thinking, you know, the history of our ministry here. And really, when, when, when our ministry began to take off, is in 1964 was when my grandfather moved our ministry from, from the Dallas-Fort Worth area to here to Tulsa. And the reason he did was there were some Christian businessmen, mm-hmm. the full gospel businessmen, yeah. and he, was, he did a lot of travel all over the United States, full gospel businessmen. But these businessmen, businessmen you know, and it could be women, but you know, at that time it was mainly men, they got behind my grandfather and they began to support him mm-hmm. and, you know, and God continued to bless their business and they were able to support him, him, him greater. But, but that was the, the launching point for our catalyst. Minister, you know, catalyst farm. And I believe that, you know, that that's coming again, yes. that, that we need business and not just to support our ministry, but, but every ministry, yeah. I, I think, you know, cause it, it takes money, you know, to get the gospel out, yeah. you know, and, and you know, you know, God uses both business folks, you know, I'm going to say people because businessmen and women, yeah. you know, we, we know that you know, there, there are some very successful women out there, but God uses them to help fund the gospel. But it's not just also for us to be the only ones teaching the gospel, because you guys, both Raymond graduates, both businessmen, you know the word yeah. and you can teach the word. And now a lot of times you also have a different audience than I have, yeah. you know, because you're able to talk with some folks that may or may not go to church. Yep. Or some of the folks that might work for you, you know, or, or work with you, contractors and things like that. You're, you're able to, you know, maybe not like throw the gospel down their throat, but, but you know, but, but give them some principles that you've yeah. learned. And actually, you know, the place that you learned it 
was Rama Bible Training College, rbtc.org. Maybe you're sitting there listening and said, man, Craig, I would like to be on fire like you guys. I would like to get lit, but I just don't know how to. Maybe you're going to a church that's not speaking the way that we speak or doesn't really know the move of the Spirit of God. I, I just encourage you to consider maybe taking two years out of your life and to come to Rama Bible Training College to learn more about the Word of God. Or maybe you're out there and said, you know, God, I, mean, I know I'm called to be a minister. Well, that's good. If you're called to be a minister or, or if you learn, want to learn more about you know, the, the, the Bible, rbtc.org, go there, um, fill out some, some information for us and we'll give you a call. We'll, we'll set up a time, maybe come for a tour or, or we, college weekend, I guess not, not until October. So we'd actually like you to come before October. And so, and plus we have camp meeting coming up the last full week in July. If you, if you can come on campus during that camp meeting time and, and we'll just kind of show you the campus, but you know, you know, guys, um, you know, I think we need to continue on for yeah. our next, our next, podcast and we'll continue on talking about this talking about revival but we're, we're going to go going to go ahead and, and end this one the way we end every broadcast and you know you know I'm, we we have this saying that hope help and healing but we don't just say it to be saying it not a cliche yeah it's not a cliche because sometimes people you know start saying stuff like you know this is the day lord's man we're going to rejoice and be glad in it but i really believe that we need to provide hope, help, and healing to the world as Christians, not yeah. just Amen. as Rainbow Bible Church and, and you know Kenneth Hagin Ministries, but but as as Christians, yes. we should be providing the hope. I mean, this this nation and this world right now needs hope. Yes, I mean, you know, the, you know, they need help. Yeah, I mean, how many businesses have failed be, because of of the lockdowns and and, and oh, all, yeah. all all the you know, things that are going on? A lot. You know, Mine and Aaron's businesses have done nothing but exploded since COVID started. That's true. Yeah. That's the fullness of God's blessing. Amen. But Amen. it's all also based upon your confession too. Yeah. You know, you, you know, it's what we confess, but it's, you know, also you guys are givers. Yeah. You know, being a giver, you know, and, and you're a doer of God's word. But anyway. And we both know Tony Baloney with a side of Mac cheese over here. He, <laughs> he's a blessing. <laughs> that so, must be what it is. <laughs> so we're going to sign off like we sign off every podcast here at Raymond. We're bringing hope, 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 hope and, and healing, healing to, to the world. world.